Gopi Jaina Vallabha Girivaradhari Jaya Gopi Jaina Vallabha Girivaradhari Yashodhanandana Brajajanaranjana Yashodhanandana Brajajanaranjana Yamunatiravanachari Yamuna Dira Vanachari Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Sadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare. Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Prabhupada Jaya Prabhupada Jaya Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada Jaya Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada Jaya Nitai Gaura Hare Bol Hare Bol Hare Bol Nitai Gaura Hare Gaura Premanandi Jaya Om Vishnu Padaya Paramahamsa Parivarakracharya Astotara Abhya Charanaravinda Bhakti Vedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Kijay Iskon Founder Acharya Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada Kijay All glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to Shri Shri Guru and Gaura. So today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavadam. Canto, Canto 7, Chapter 4, Text number 9 to 12, 4 verses, but we are going to read only one verse and then we will continue with the reading of the other verses. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om 
Yetra vidruma sopana Yetra vidruma sopana Mahamarakata buvaha Mahamarakata buvaha Yetra spatika kudyani Yetra spatika kudyani Vaidhyurya stamba pankataha Vaidhyurya stamba pankataha Yetra vidruma sopana Yetra vidruma sopana Mahamarakata buvaha Mahamarakata buvaha Yetra spratika gudyani Yetra spratika kudyani Vaidhyurya stamba pankataha Vaidhyurya stamba pankataha Yetra viduruma sopana Mahamarakata buvaha Yatra spatika kudyani Yadurya stampa pantakaya Padmaraga sananicha Mahamarakata Bhuvaha Yatra Spatika Kudyani So I'll read uh, text number 10, 11, and 12, and then we'll see the word-to-word -word translation, and we proceed. Yatra chitra vidanani padma raga sananicha paya pena niba saya saya mukta dhamma parichadaha kujadi kujabir mupa Nupi Nair Devaya 
ಶಬ್ದಯಂತ ಇತಸ್ತತ್ನಸ್ತಾಲಿಸ್ತು ಪಶ್ಯಂತಿ ಸುದೈ ಸುಂದರಂ ಮುಖಂ ತಸ್ಮಿನ್ ಮಹೇಂದ್ರ ಭಾವನ ಮಹಾಬಾಲೋ ಮಹಾಮನಾ ನಿರ್ಜಿತ ಲೋಕ ಏಕರಾತ್ ರೇಮಿ ವಂತ್ಯಗಂತ್ರಿ ಯುಹ ಸುಧಾಬಿರಿ ಸುಧಾಧಿಬಿ ಪ್ರತಪಿತೈರ್ ಊರ್ಜಿತ ಛಂದ ಸಾಸನ ಓಕೆ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಅ ಲಾಂಗ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಟು ವರ್ಡ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ವಿಲ್ ಸಿ ಒನ್ ಬೈ ಒನ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ಓಕೆ ಎತ್ರ ವೇರ್ ದ ರೆಸಿಡೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ಕ್ವಾರ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಇಂದ್ರ ವಿದ್ರೂಮ ಸೋಪನ ಸ್ಟೆಪ್ಸ್ ಮೇಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೋರಲ್ ಮಹಾಮಾರಕತ ಎಮೆರಾಲ್ಡ್ ಭೂವಹ ಫ್ಲೋರ್ಸ್ ಎತ್ರ ವೇರ್ ಸ್ಪಥಿಕ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ಟಲ್ ಕುದ್ಯಾನಿ ವಾಲ್ಸ್ ವೈರುಧ್ಯ ಆಫ್ ವೈಡ್ಯೂರಿಯಾ ಸ್ಟೋನ್ ಸ್ತಂಪ ಆಫ್ ಪಿಲ್ಲರ್ಸ್ ಪಂಕ್ತಯ ಲೈನ್ಸ್ ಎತ್ರ ವೇರ್ ಚಿತ್ರ ವಂಡರ್ಫುಲ್ ವಿತಾನಾನಿ ಕ್ಯಾನೋಪೀಸ್ ಪದ್ಮರಾಗ ಬಿಡೆಕ್ಟ್ ವಿತ್ ರುಬೀಸ್ ಅಸಾನಾನಿ ಸೀಟ್ಸ್ ಚ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಪಾಯ ಆಫ್ ಮಿಲ್ಕ್ ಪೇನ ದ ಫೋಮ್ ನಿಬಾ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಸಾಯ ಬೆಡ್ಸ್ ಮುಕ್ತ ದಾಮ ಆಫ್ ಪರ್ಲ್ಸ್ ಪರಿಚ್ ಪರಿಚ್ಛದ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಬಾರ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಕೂಜಾಬಿ ಡಿಂಗ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ನುಪುರೈ ವಿತ್ ಆಂಕಲ್ ಬೆಲ್ಟ್ಸ್ ದೇವಹ ಸೆಲೆಸ್ಟಿಯಲ್ ಲೇಡೀಸ್ ಶಬ್ದಯಂತ ಮೇಕಿಂಗ್ ಸ್ವೀಟ್ ವೈಬ್ರೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಇತಾತ ಇಯರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ರತ್ನ ಸ್ಥಾಲಿಸು ಇನ್ ಪ್ಲೇಸಸ್ ಬಿಡೆಕ್ಟ್ ವಿತ್ ಜುವೆಲ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಜೇಮ್ಸ್ ಪಶ್ಯಂತಿ ಸಿ ಸುದತಿ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ನೈಸ್ ಟೀತ್ ಸುಂದರಂ ವೆರಿ ಬ್ಯೂಟಿಫುಲ್ ಮುಹಂ ಫೇಸಸ್ ತಸ್ಮಿನ್ ಇನ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಮಹೇಂದ್ರ ಭಾವನೆ ದ ರೆಸಿಡೆನ್ಷಿಯಲ್ ಕ್ವಾರ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಹೆವೆನ್ಲಿ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಮಹಾಬಲ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಮಹಾಮನ ಹೈಲಿ ಥಾಟ್ಫುಲ್ ನಿರ್ಜಿತ ಲೋಕ ಹ್ಯಾವಿಂಗ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ಅಂಡರ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಂಟ್ರೋಲ್ ಏಕರಾತ್ ದ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಡಿಕ್ಟೇಟರ್ ರೆಮಿ ಎಂಜಾಯ್ಡ್ ಬಬಿವಂತ್ಯ ವರ್ಷಿಪ್ ಅಂಗಿ ಯುಹ ಹೂಸ್ ಟೂ ಫೀಟ್ ಸೂರ ಅಭಿಧಿ ಬೈ ದ ಡೆಮಿಗಾಡ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರತಾಪಿತೈ ಪ್ರತಾಪಿತೈ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟರ್ಬ್ ಊರ್ಜಿತ ಮೋರ್ ದೆನ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಚಂದ ಸಿವಿಯ ಸಾಸನ ಹೂಸ್ ರೂಲಿಂಗ್ so translation and purport by divan grishila prabhupad the steps of king indra indra's residence were made of coral the floor was bedecked with invaluable emeralds the walls were of crystals and the columns of 
Vaiduria stone. The wonderful canopies were fully decorated. The seats were bedecked with rubies and the silk bedding, as white as foam, was decorated with pearls. The ladies of the palace who were blessed with beautiful teeth and the most wonderfully beautiful faces walked here and there in the palace. Their ankle bells tinkling me uh, melodiously and saw their own beautiful reflection in the gems. The demigods, however, being very much oppressed, had to bow down and offer obeisances at the feet of Hiranyakashipu, who chastised the demigods very severely and for no reason. Thus, Hiranyakashipu lived in the palace and severely ruled everyone. So, purport. Hiranyakashipu was so powerful in the heavenly planets that all the demigods except Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, and Lord Vishnu were forced to engage in his service. Indeed, they were afraid of being severely punished if they disobeyed him. Srila Vishwanatha Chakravarti as compared Hiranyakashipu to Maharaja Vena, who was also atheistic and scornful of the ritualistic ceremonies mentioned in the Vedas. Yet, Maharaja Vena was afraid of some of the great sages, such as Brigu, whereas Hiranyakashipu ruled in such a way that everyone feared him, but Lord Vishnu, Lord Brahma, and Lord Shiva. Hiranyakashipu was so alert against being burnt to ashes by the anger of great sages like Brigu that by the dint of austerity, he surpassed their power and placed them even under their subordination. It appears that even in the higher planetary system to which people are promoted but by pious activities, disturbances are created by Ashuras like Hiranyakashipu. No one in the three worlds can live in peace and prosperity without, without distance. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Unmilitam Ene Tasmai Shri Guruve Sri Chaitanya Manopistam Sapitam Ene Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahim Dadati Padantikam Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nithyananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Shivasadi Gaura Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Hmm. So, we'll see the context. Hmm? So, through his severe austerities, Hiranyakashipu was able to achieve his benediction. You know, so many benedictions, we all know that. He was able to do that. So, Brahma personally came and gave the boon. 
now with that boon he was becoming very powerful not only that when brahma came actually we all know that his life hair was circulating in the bones yeah his gross body was completely eliminated and therefore brahma revived his body and his body was becoming very very powerful like a thunderbolt and it also had a natural luster like a gold so you imagine a man very strong and the body resembling like gold very powerful and this was hiranyakashipu and not only that he had all the favors all the permutation combinations of life hmm? so with that power what did he do what did hiranyakashipu do he ruled the three worlds what are the three worlds normally we say we say middle and upper three that means 14 planetary system he was the ruler and everyone including demigods and asuras became his servants imagine everyone you know if you want some melbourne weather to change today to 28 done and night rain done everything so everything at his command this was hiranyakashipu and then what did he do all demigods except lord vishnu lord brahma and shiva came under his control and everyone started serving him but he was not satisfied hmm? basically he got everything he wanted yet he was satisfied yet it was not satisfied why why he was not satisfied because he was puffed up one and he was transgressing all the vedic formulas designed by the supreme lord so therefore we can see a few reasons also later on in the lecture we'll see that he was restless his mind was restless and he was dissatisfied that was the status of hiranyakashipu at this stage so what did he do now now he drove out indra from his palace and he was occupying indra's palace and this is these are all the descriptions of indra's planet hmm? so what are the some of the descriptions of indra's planet just go through that it's a long purport it's a long verse starting from 9 to 12 de- describing the various aspects of indra's planet so what are they what are the palaces we should know that yeah and then we should see we should know the opulence of indra and then we should also know that having got the opulence still they are not happy so what is the lesson we have to learn that is what is for us to learn yeah so what are the opulences of indra's planet indra's palace just a palace yeah whatever we read each one can say one thing so that we know so the residence is made up of coral and then 
Yeah, the floor, you can ref refer, that's okay. The floor was bewecked with valuable emeralds. We had a marble floor, but he had floor made up of emeralds. And then, what else? The columns are not made up of bricks. It is made up of Vaiduria stones, shining stones. And then, the canopies, you know, all the canopies were decorated with rubies. And his bed was as white as foam. As, as foam, yeah? And then, what else? Wall. Yeah. Ruby's silk bedding and was uh, decorated with pearls. The ladies of the palace who were blessed with beautiful teeth. Why did they say that beautiful teeth? Sorry? See, normally in the Vedic system, it's not like Melbourne in morning 8 o'clock, all will be like this. But in the Vedic system, when you greet, first one is, first what do you do? Smile. When you smile, what is visible? Teeth. So they get beautiful white teeth. They need not have to go to the dentist to whiten the teeth. Already it is white. And then what they do? They smile, showing the teeth. So this was the ladies they were doing. And then what else? They walked here and there in the palace, which means it was huge palace. Yeah, they were walking everywhere. Their ankle belts tinkling melodiously. The ladies used to have ankle belt, no? I don't think now anyone is using. Yeah? Not many of them are using, right? Because when the lady comes, they know with the sound. You know? Oh, the lady is coming. Now, Sometimes, you know, when I go in the city, one day, last week or something, I was going in the city. At the back, dog, 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 I was wondering, what is this, a military man in India, you know? He was scared of this police or something, you know? And I was seeing one young girl, maybe 20, 22, she, her boot was like, you know, like that, it's coming. This is a noise, ankle belt. See? It's gone. Only shoes, shoes uh, sounds are coming now. Okay. And then, and saw their own beautiful reflections in the gem. And then, all was beautiful. Okay? Then, in the next sentence, it is said, the demigods, however, being very much oppressed, had to bow down and offer obeisances at the feet of Hiranyakashipu. So, although these opulences were present, yet, their condition was very miserable. Yeah? They had all these opulences, but how they were treated? What is the point in having a big house, but when you're treated like a slave? This is a condition of the demigods. Hiranyakashipu chastised, and not only that, what did he do? Hiranyakashipu chastised demigods very severely, and for no reasons. Simply, hey, come here. What do you think? Do that work. He was giving menial services to Indra. They were all scared of him. I had this problem when I was working in a company. This was in 97, 98. 
in a pharmaceutical company I was working. Now, a, a boss who was friendly, all the time it happens to me. Whoever is friendly to me, they'll go. And some unfriendly man will come. Now, one such time, this friendly boss left and one other man came. He was my boss manager. He was a Greek person. Probably, he doesn't like Indians. Whoa. I had a tough time. Like this only, I felt the same thing. When I was reading, I was reminded of my, my days you know, with this boss. Oh, severe chastisement. He will simply call. He said, is the uh, monthly report ready? I said, uh, the, uh, Carlos, his name was Carlos, I remember. It's not even monthly report. No, you have to prepare now only so that, you know, we are ready with the monthly report. All these menial things, you know, he will say, do this, do that. It is harassment. And later on, what did he do? I complained to my, his boss, boss. He came to know. And he said, now you have gone to my boss. You see how tomorrow onwards, how your life will be. Then I was really scared. Then eventually I again went to his boss and I was talking about the redundancy package. At that time there was a package, I took the package and left. Because why problem? There are so many companies, this is not the only company. It took some time but I changed. Because it's very, very tough when you know that your boss is very tough with you, you know. Very hard when you know that your immediate supervisor or boss is very cruel to you in your workspace. Huh? Very difficult. So I could feel how these uh, Indra and demigods, the demigods, how they were feeling. Hmm? So, to go to the higher planetary system, what is a way? Here it is said that the higher planetary systems are full of opulences and very conducive to enjoyment. So many people think that that is a goal of life and they want to reach the heavenly planets. So how can one go to the heavenly planet? by doing pious deeds. Also, if you notice in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is telling Arjuna that even if you do your prescribed duties, Krishna was telling, your prescribed duties is fighting as a Chatriya. Do your fighting, do your prescribed duties, and even if you die in the battlefield, you can go to heaven. So by doing a prescribed duties properly, which is a pious activity, then one can also go to the heavenly planet. But the problem is, when you go to the heavenly planets, higher planets, you can stay only for some time. And then, once your karma is finished, you have to come back. That's the problem. Yeah? You cannot stay forever. And then again, we have to come to the earthly planet. So in one sense, you can say, our earthly planet is like an airport. Yeah? If you want to get out of Melbourne, you go to the airport, you go and come back to the airport again, go to your house, like that. So, this earthly planet, either you go enjoy, whatever upper, whatever the different classes of higher planetary systems, when you go in, you enjoy, you have to come back. Once the karma is finished. So that's the problem with the higher planetary enjoyment. And it's again futile, you know, it's only for a very short time. So here, in the purport, yeah, Srila Prabhupada says that it appears that even in the higher planetary systems to which people are promoted by pious activities, disturbances are created by asuras like Hiranyakashibu. No one in the three worlds can live in peace 
and prosperity without disturbance. Did Krishna mention similar to that in Bhagavad Gita? That he said, and something similar to that he said, wherever you go, you cannot be happy. What is the verse Krishna is talking about? Ah, Brahma, Bhuvan, Loka, Punar, Avirtino, Arjuna. See, from the highest planet to the lowest planet, wherever you go, you, one will never be happy, one will be disturbed. So that is the verdict of Krishna in 8.16. Yeah, Krishna is saying that. Then, also, those who want to enjoy the material world or the material opulences is always put in some kind of danger. That is how the material world works. In the eighth canto, the demigods and the demons, they formed a truce to get what? To churn the milk ocean and to get nectar. But what did they get initially? Poison. Exactly opposite. Exactly one gets opposite results. But they may get the result eventually, but they have to go through a lot of turmoil. It's not at all easy to get this. So, the similar kind of description of the palaces and all that is also given in third canto. Where does it give? What does it talk about in the third canto? Yeah, that is there. And somewhere else too. The description of the kingdom of God is also given, third canto. It's almost similar. You know, when the four Kumaras goes to the, you know, the Ikunta planet, a similar description. But there, there is a difference between people living, <laughs> of course, in the kingdom of God and Indra's planet ruled by Renyakachibu. What is the difference? Everyone was happy. They were peaceful. But under Hiranyakashipu, he was chastised for no reason and therefore were feeling very, very miserable. But in the kingdom of God, absolutely people were happy and serving the Lord. So that is what has been described there, you know, in the canto. Now, the performance uh, in the purport, again, Srila Prabhupada compares. Hiranyakashipu and Maharaj Vena. Why is Srila Prabhupada comparing Hiranyakashipu and Vena? Vena was also in a similar category, yeah? but Srila Prabhupada is comparing Vena and Hiranyakashipu. He is also tyrant leader, and he also was not following the Vedic rituals, where he disrespected dharma. Yeah? But what Srila Prabhupada is trying to say is, <clears throat> Hiranyakashipu's austerity was so powerful that he, he, everyone came under his control. But in the case of Vena, he was scared of Brigumuni. 
because Brigumuni has got a power to, to burn everyone alive. He's got that power. So much of austerity. If he doesn't like, he can burn you also. You don't need a ghee or petroleum or anything, you know. Just by the glance, he can burn. Here, Vena was scared of Brigumuni because his austerity or whatever he did with pious credit did not go to a point above King Brigu. But Hiranyakashipu's austerity was so powerful that he surpassed the, uh, even the austerity of Brigo. So in other words, we can say, this austerity is like a material qualification. See, someone goes to the university, gets a qualification, and through the qualification, you get a job. It's a qualification. So those days, austerity was like a qualification. So if you say, Vena's uh, austerity or Vena's qualification was Masters, Iranya Kashibu's PhD in terms of austerity. So, because his level was high, he was able to surpass everyone. Hmm? Okay, now Iranya Kashibu, although he worked very hard to achieve and he achieved his desire also, yet he was not happy. Why is that? We'll go, we'll probe that. Why is that he was not happy? He did not achieve peace. He was unhappy. Why? Demon and his austerity was on the surface level. It did not touch the soul. Okay? Now, it is said that one of the advancement of a very serious devotee or elevated Krishna conscious devotee is his treatment with others. In the mode of ignorance, a person or any entity thinks that the other entity is, a, is a, my enemy and they'll behave like that. For example, animals. Yeah? If a very strong animal when he sees a weaker animal, they think, oh, you're my prey, and they'll eat it like that. That is how it is. Always enemy. Animal, even two dogs, when they come together, they think that you're my enemy, and they'll fight. That is a mode of ignorance. Mode of passion means it is very distinct and separate. I am separate from you. I am better in all ways. See? Pride. So ignorance and passion is very difficult. But mode of goodness there is some component of equanimity. Because you are a soul, you are a soul, you are a soul, I am a soul, and therefore some equanimity is there. Little bit, seeing with equal vision. Mode of pure goodness, which is transcendental, which is Krishna consciousness, means loving everyone, being kind to everyone. So what was happened was, Hiranyakashipu, Although his austerity was very powerful, yet he was dissatisfied. He was treating everyone as his subordinates and enemy. But on the contrary, Prahlad Maharaj, Mahabhagavata, how was he treating others? Prahlad Maharaj, his father, Hiranyakashipu, wanted to kill him, basically. Yeah? But Prahlad Maharaj, did not mind it. And he was working for the liberation of his father. 
what kind of personality is prahlad maharaj just let us all imagine for a minute see if someone looks at it we don't like if someone stares at it we do not like if someone wants to kill us how can we tolerate that but prahlad maharaj tolerated all that and his treatment with his father was so loving he did not even bother okay my dad is giving so much problems i don't he doesn't mind so this is mahabhagavata how the treatment how a person is treating others so this can happen only at the transcendental level the similar example we can see in the case of haridas thakur he was beaten in 22 marketplaces what did he say whoever has beaten me just forgive them he was not disturbed tolerance level again like prahlad maharaj then sudama he was put into all you know he did not scarcity material scarcity no food to eat for example today the bhagavatam class is over and today we say no prashadam no kichadi no rice sudama no food in the house in his guest house the cat was sleeping this is the epitome you know they show to you know how in the movie they show poverty yeah in the place where they cook the cat will be sleeping that means the place is so cool they have not cooked it so this is the status but all these devotees they showed exemplary character how because they were connected to krishna internally although i may have material possession externally but internally to be happy one has to be connected to krishna this is the bottom line this is our philosophy internal peace connection then because of that satisfaction with krishna they were peaceful and they were not worried about external circumstances they did not care such elevated level is showing exemplary character these devotees huh? okay now but at the other uh, dissatisfaction of hiranyakashipu was the reason that his own son was not listening to him see here we see that except brahma vishnu and shiva everyone else came under his control but a 5 year old boy was not under his control and therefore he was envious of him envious of his own own child so therefore you can see in the end of this chapter a question has been asked how come parents you know father and mother they have to be affectionate with the children but being pragalad maharaj such a nice devotee elevated person why hiranyaka shibu is showing so much hatred so the rest of the chapter goes on like that so the question has been asked so the next chapter follows huh? why a parent like hiranyaka shibu is so torturous torturing his child what is the reason for that that will come in the following chapter so he was envious how can a parent treat the child like that if one is not envious He was envious of his own son because he is a devotee of Krishna, and therefore the Lord came quickly to. Okay, now we have seen all that. Yeah. 
Prahlad Maharaj was never became angry also, it is said. Not a single time Prahlad Maharaj became angry at his father. He just ignored his father. He tolerated his father. What an exemplary behavior, you know, if you think of Prahlad Maharaj. What exemplary. Okay, so uh, uh, before we will stop that with this, some takeaway lessons, okay. So what is a takeaway lessons based on Hiranyakashipu? What do we, just a couple of takeaways. What do we learn from Hiranyakashipu and Srila Prabhupada's purport? What we discussed so far. Yeah, yes Prabhu. One will not be satisfied. Correct. That is, so no matter whatever opulence externally you have, one will not be satisfied. One, correct. Another point. No one can live happily in this material world. And therefore what we should do? We can only live peacefully and happily in one place as described in third canto. What is that? <laughs> yes, 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 where Krishna is there, wherever Krishna is living, it's Albert Park or some other park. As Mara said, Nanda Nandana Park also. <laughs> wherever doesn't matter, there is a connection to Krishna. Then one can live peacefully. So Prabhu is saying in Melbourne, Albert Park. Yeah, but outside of this universe is yeah. So where Krishna is there, we can live peacefully. If Krishna is not there, Radha Balabha is not there, we cannot live peacefully. You can try. This is what the residents, you know, higher planetary residents, they felt it. And then what's the other one? Do not seek external happiness. External happiness always lead to misery. And therefore, what one should do? One should find a means to be peaceful inside by connecting to Krishna. Then only one can be peaceful. Krishna gives a peace formula, 5.29. Everyone knows that. Yeah? If you follow that formula, you, you will be peaceful. Otherwise, you will be peace, peace. Yeah? What formula Krishna is saying is P-E-A-C-E. -E. But if you do not follow, you will become P-I-E-C-E, -E, peace, peace. Hmm? Any other lesson? Based on what Srila Prabhupada is talking? In material world, one always sees an opponent, you know, and exploit them. It's only exploitation in the material world. Because whatever you have got it, I want to get it. How do I get it? By exploiting people. So the stronger will exploit the weak. Weak, that is a policy. Jivo, jivasya, jivana. This is a policy of the material world. If I am stronger, some way I'll try to exploit. So, what we should do for that? The stronger will exploit the weak, right? 
So what we should do? How do you change the situation? Spread this Krishna conscious movement. More people are aware of this. Because no one knows in Kali Yuga everything is only body. Yeah? The more people, that's why all these devotees are preaching. See? Uh, Srila Prabhupada said in one of the purport that we should use trees only for printing books. But uh, with the grace of uh, Dwaja, all the trees are being cut now. So many books are being printed. <laughs> but Srila Prabhupada said, that is okay. Yeah? Trees can be used for printing books. So, that is how it is. Distribution. Knowledge has to go. That's the only way. So, we should have our triple A phenomena, our policy. Triple A. What is that? Have you heard of that? Triple A? No? Triple A formula. You have not heard of that? It's very famous in uh, India. Triple uh, A formula. <laughs> You don't know that. <laughs> okay. Triple A means A for activity. Yeah? What's the other A? The other one is for absorption. The third one is for alertness. Activity is for the body. Yeah? And then absorption is for the mind. Alertness for the intelligence. Triple A. Very, very important for us. We have to do devotional service for this gross body and we must chant for the absorption of the mind and intelligence by spiritual. Only by spiritual intelligence your, your, I mean, your intelligence becomes sharp. Vivasaya Atmika Buddhi. Sharpness of intelligence comes only by spiritual knowledge. No other way. Material means it will become only blunt. You know, it will be sh sharp like a sword. That happens only by spiritual intelligence. Yeah? So remember this triple A formula. Okay? Okay, we'll stop here. Thank you. Any questions, comments, reflections on this? Prabhu, ask a simple question, not uh, Otherwise, I have to direct to Vijaya. <laughs> Hare Krishna Prabhu, thank you for the nice class. <clears throat> you mentioned that um, uh, for, for these demons, um, for them, f how they actually achieve all the opulence, one of the qualifications was austerity that they went through. They went through a lot of austerity to be able to obtain all the powers they had. Um, but in spiritual life, we can see that austerity is also part of spiritual advancement in some ways. So how can we understand, I guess, just how much austerity to, to go through to advance spiritually and what, I guess, is maybe too much of austerity? In the material world, the austerity, people perform based on their desires. But for spiritual, the austerity is common to all of us. We have a common austerity. What are the four regulative principles? That's our austerity. Plus Ekadeshi as Bani Swami Maharaj pointed out. That is what it is. So therefore, there's no competition. I'm not saying, oh, you did more austerity and therefore, so Srila Prabhupada and our uh, Acharyas also, they made the austerity common for everyone. If you are a devotee, follow the four regulative principles. Yeah? And then you have to follow Ekadeshi. That's our austerity. 
naturally one will progress. We need not have to endeavor, you know, because all are included in that four regulative principles and following Ekadeshi. We need not have to separately endeavor. But those who are not in the Krishna conscious movement, what do they think? Oh, these guys, something wrong. They're not smoking, they're not drinking, you know. So that this is, no, no, we want to do. So what I'll do on um, uh, whatever may be, on new moon day night, I'll wake up and, you know, I'll do some Kali Puja and all that. It's not needed. And then I will worship Lord Brahma. So, okay, what did Prahlad Maharaj say? Hiranyakashipu and Prahlad Maharaj, this is a story, right? Very quickly. Prahlad is said Hiranyakashipu is there. But the power Prahlad Maharaj was experiencing was more than Hiranyakashipu. Although Hiranyakashipu made, performed very severe austerities, isn't it? 36,500 earthly years he did. And he got some power. But Prahlad Maharaj, just by constantly chanting, Om Namo Bhagavade Vasudevaya, or Om Namo Narayanaya, or Hare Krishna Mantra, yeah? Prahlad Maharaj did not do any austerity. He was constantly chanting, remembering, yeah? Chanting, hearing, and remembering. That's what he did. Only the first three he did. And he became so powerful. You know? So, for us, we don't want have to do extra austerity, like taking bath in the cold water and all that they do. It's up to an individual, you know. That's no man, uh, nowhere it's mentioned and all that, you know. But we follow. But make sure that the body is healthy to do devotion service. We do not have to take cold water. In Melbourne, you know how the weather changes. Yesterday morning, it was um, some 13, 14, 15, 16, like that. Then the evening, it was 24. So warm. So we cannot try experiment of our body, like Hiranyakashipu. He has got a body given by Brahma, you know. Brahma has revived his body. So we don't want, and then next day what happens? We have a sore throat or something, and we don't, cannot chant and all that. So simple, we have to chant. So basic, our is, take bath properly, you know, wear your uh, socks and, you know, like that. We do not have to think that we are so elevated that we do not have to wear a jumper. No. Take care of your body. It's a vehicle to the devotion service. Because without body, we cannot do devotion service. A soul needs a body, material body or spiritual body. Isn't it? Right now we have got a material body. With that material body, we'll do devotion service. Prabhu, that's what I would get. Any, is that okay, Prabhu? Did I answer the question? Or um, go? I, I was thinking in the sense that, like, if you look at all the our previous acharyas and all the great leaders we have in ISKCON, not that we can imitate them, but they went through so much austerity to be able to preach Christian consciousness. So preaching, yeah. And it looks like through their austerity to preach, you know, Shura Prabhupada's, you know, Lord Chaitanya's uh, mission, that they advanced spiritually quite, quite fast. So I'm just trying to understand. Yes, obviously, we have to follow the four regular principles. We have to follow Ekadashi, but then should we put ourselves into more austerity for preaching purposes to advance, you know, just as fast as them or to... But Srila Prabhupada says, do that and then, you know, do the, you know, three, uh, three things that's made, you know, Prashadam distribution, Harinam distribution, and book distribution. That if you do, that is what is our uh, mission is saying, isn't it? We do not have to go out of the way to, mm. you know, unless it is a directive from your Guru Maharaj. Yeah? But we follow the general one, Prabhu. It is my understanding, yeah? We need not have to, you know, uh, copy or uh, we need not have to, you know, do whatever Acharyas did. But uh, for us, you know, 
this is a basic thing and whatever is possible we can uh, do this three you know spreading of the holy name spreading of knowledge krishna conscious knowledge and prashadam that is again is austerity actually cooking is a big austerity you know cooking traveling all these days Thank you, Prabhu. Thank you, Prabhu, for the nice class. Um, you mentioned before about the austerities give qualification. So you can imagine doing an austerity like Hiranyakashipu, that must have been very tough. And obviously, maybe being in someone like Brahma's position might be very, very, very difficult. So is it that austerity that, like, is it, is it directly interrelated in terms of is it the austerity that he actually does that gives him the power to do it? Or is it more like, oh, you, you did this austerity, therefore I'll give you a reward? Does that make sense? Prabhu, in the material world, one has to perform activities, yeah? mm. very hard. So nothing is free. Yeah? Mm. So mm. one has to, if you want power, result, one must work very hard. Whether it's in the term of austerity or for uh, money, you know, you have to study, right? You have to have a study, get a degree for work, and then you get money. So, one has to, regardless of what, uh, what you're doing, if you want some gain in the material world, you must work hard. So, is it like that austerity that he did, is it like begging for power? Yes. Because, yeah, it is. Correct, it is. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. Because he wants power to exploit. Right. In the material world, we need power to exploit others. Without power, no one will respect, you know. Mm. So get the power. See, he had a lot of tolerance, see. 36,500 years tolerating, you know, standing on one leg with hands raised. And all that very big uh, austerity, very big severe austerity with a lot of tolerances. But he, he, he had to do that to get some power. And once he got the power, he was exploiting others. So that austerity was facilitating his desire yes that okay. is in the mode of uh, ignorance and passion okay thank you Prabhu. ignorance is to give trouble to others which he is doing now and passion means getting from my own desire so his desire is to become almost powerful like lord brahma so that he can control the universe you know and then that's what he's doing now he's terrorizing you know? But uh, material austerity is a problem, you know. There's always comparison and you have to work hard. And once you get it, it did not last long for him. It was very quick. He has to lose it. Yeah. But on the contrary, Bhagavad Gita, what does it say, Krishna? Solpam abhyasya dharmasya. Little bit of the Krishna consciousness you do, it will not be erased. It will be taken over to your next birth. So, Krishna consciousness is so important than any material austerity. Hmm? Isn't it? Even if you do a little bit and if you die, that Krishna conscious is taken over to the next birth. So it's so important. Material austerity, you may get some uh, mystic siddhi, but once we die, this birth, it's gone. Next birth, again, we have to start from scratch. But Krishna conscious, you know, it's carried over. Yeah. So that's why so much advantages. Mm. Okay, Prabhu. Thank you, Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Thank, Thank you, Prabhu. We'll stop here. Gantara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Jagat Guru Shila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Nithai Gaura Premanandi. Hare